Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland, and 9 a.m. in Palm Springs, California. And this is news that you can use from YAA for Friday, November 4th, with your hosts, Zach and Ray. And, uh, well, I believe, Zach, we, we actually have a guest today. Are we are we live? It's still spinning on my end. Is it good on your end? Uh, it's good on my end, buddy. All right. I'll take your word for it, Pops. Here we yeah. go. Pops, I think someone's at the door. Can you let him in? Sure. <gasps> the F&I goddess herself, ladies and gentlemen. What's the buy rate, Miss Kimberly? Show Klein. me the buy rate. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? Uh, I am well. And you, Kimberly? Very, very well. Thank you. Very well. I see Zach's at Carvana again. He likes hanging out <sighs> there, especially at night. Yeah, they got the deals, Kimberly. They got the deals. Uh, just got to mention, happy Friday and also great looking sweatshirt. Shop.joinyaa.com for all of your merch that you should wear when you're buying a car. Doesn't matter if it's at Carvana, CarMax or at the local dealership. That's a good looking hoodie, uh, Kimberly. It is. And it's so comfortable, nice and soft. I love it. Got my little hoodie going on here so I can walk into Carvana. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I love I love that look. And you know what I like about the uh, Carvana vending machine behind you, Zach? What? 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 Well, at, at a certain point, they might be able to uh, rent out that space as a club at night, yes. and uh, you can have you can have different yes. types of music in different cubicles of the vending machine um okay okay wait a there second there aren't gonna be second. any cars in that place. i love that idea you could have like those girls dancing like uh, in the little cube. Yeah. yeah yeah that sounds like fun <laughs> okay here's the deal here's the deal here's the deal yeah carvana lost 1.5 billion dollars so far this year so that means yeah. in the chat we are going to post our most creative ideas for how we could yes. potentially repurpose the Carvana exactly. infrastructure. Exactly yeah. what you were just saying, Pops. Leave them in the chat. Let's let's dive into the numbers, Kimberly and Pops. Yes. Let's start there yeah. and then we'll come back to the chat. And it's okay. Friday, so we love to have a little fun on Friday. But let's love kick it, it off. Yeah. Let's at least for those who aren't familiar yet, Pops, yes. run us through the numbers and then Kimberly, we want to get your take. Carvana <laughs> Q3 net loss widens to 508 million. Revenues fell three percent. They sold uh, 8% fewer cars in the third quarter, year over year. Dad, what's what's the meat and potatoes of this story here? And then, Kimberly, your take on it, please. Well, the, the meat and potatoes is, is that this is not a, exactly a business that was, well, meant to make money. Um, <clears throat> actually, one of, the, one of the pieces in the article was that the average profit per vehicle sold dropped $1,100 in the last quarter as well. Um, so not only are sales down because, well, the market's shrinking um, and interest rates are going up, so cars are becoming less and less affordable, um, but their losses are widening. Literally, they have lost nearly $1.5 billion in the first nine months of the year. Now, my hope is 
that someday we can lose $1.5 billion <laughs> in nine months and still be in business, damn it. Um. <laughs> well, the, th the thing is, Ray, I just don't see a company. Now, I do think I said this months ago that I gave Carvana, my prediction was Carvana gets 12 to 18 months, but I don't remember if I said that 12 to 18 months ago or not, <laughs> but I stick to it. I really do. I stick to it. Um, it does make me sad though, too, because they're looking to dismiss 2,500, 2,500 employees as well. And of course they give the driving factors as being um, uh, interest declining interest in the, in the vehicles as well as rising interest rates um exactly. and and ray to your point as soon as i saw in the article pbr or per, per vehicle, vehicle retail, yeah. retail i immediately think of a finance manager pbr and you know the finance department is one of if not the largest next to the service department powerhouse of mm -hmm. a dealership and I started looking around to see what's Carvana got going on in the finance end as far as uh, finance managers, ancillary products, training for finance. I couldn't find anything but jobs. You know, the, the only, I, I got a couple of jobs pulled up. Um, wow. Maybe they need a finance powerhouse built in to generate more revenue to get the PVR up. Well, but I, I see a if, sinking ship. I, 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 I think the PVR is down because they've overpaid for so much of their inventory. Oh, yeah. And as, and as the market has softened, which it has, um, that they're not able to maintain the profit structures that they've have, they have in the past. Um, you know, I, I, I've said it a million times on between our videos and our live streams that dealerships make their money when they buy their cars that they're going to sell. Not when they actually sell the car. And what I mean by that is if you buy it right at the right price initially, you can have a larger profit. If you pay too much for most of your inventory and if you never really, um, I don't know, take a close look at the vehicles that you're buying to determine whether or not they're really worth the price that you've offered for them then you're going to find yourself in a position where you have overpaid drastically for a lot of your inventory. And conversely, when you go to sell it, you're not going to be able to make the money per vehicle that you are accustomed to. And I don't know how long can a car business afford to lose a billion and a half dollars every nine months. Let, let, let's switch gears a little bit though. Everyone gets okay. it. Carvana doesn't make money. Put a pin in it. Let's talk about the implications for customers because for the past, you guys keep me honest here, for the past two years, Carvana was the best place to sell your car. I sold a car to Carvana. Mm -hmm. Thousands of members in our community sold cars to Carvana. And the reason was because, well, their whole model was we need to grow as quickly as possible. And we've got a chart we can pull up. They were growing really quickly. I mean, they became yes. the second largest used car retailer in short order. So as a, a, a point number one, I want to make is what are the implications for consumers? One of them seems to be, well, the offers for vehicles, we've got learning fast here in the chat. If I can pull it up, here we go. 
Yeah. The Carvana offer for my Tesla Model 3 dropped $20,000 in the last few months. Vroom has dropped almost as much, too. And, of course, we've talked about it ad nauseum on this channel, on the YA channel. Used car prices are coming down. But implication number one, where the heck do I sell my car now to make the most money? Mm-hmm. Implication number two, guys, I think, and, and, and I want to just highlight one piece from the, the letter to shareholders. And I haven't seen this get any action on automotive news or anything like that. But I'm going to zoom in nicely here. Under other results and recent events, this stood out to me. On September 22nd, 2022, we amended and restated our floor plan facility with Allied Financial to secure $2.2 billion of capacity through September 22, 2023, and $2 billion of capacity thereafter through March uh, March 22 of 2024. Kimberly Pops, that's a lot of floor plan interest that they're about to be paying. Does this not mean that Carvana is going to have to lower their prices? So impacts to consumers. Where, where can they sell and what's going to happen to the prices of the cars that Carvana is selling? Well, I, I would think that uh, their debt service is, is about to wash out whatever profits they might make per vehicle. Um, if you're talking about, I mean, they... They financed $3.2 billion when they bought Odessa Auto Auctions. Okay? Yeah, that, they, right, they, right. Okay, that's, that's $3.2 billion there. Now they're getting another $2.2 billion from Ally so that they can afford to continue to buy cars and finance those. At a certain point, and I think we're, I think we're past the point, um, their debt surface becomes too much for the, the business to remain viable. I think the whole plan at this point is to become too big to fail. And my guess is they, they're not quite there yet, and they still can fail. And I think ultimately they will fail because it's a flawed business concept that only really works when the economy is skyrocketing and not when things, I don't know, slow down a tad. And that's what's happening. It's slowing down and it's not sustainable. Kimberly, do you see lower used car prices because Carvana's trying to like do a going out of business sale? Like what, what do you see on the horizon here in terms of prices? Well, I did think that because as the article says that they are seeking to rapidly decrease expenses. It it's almost like they're on fire, a ship going down. And I'm kind of surprised that, I mean, help me out with this, you guys. Ally is going to floor plan for them now. Why? Yeah, it looks like the commitment is $4.2 billion in, in floor plan yeah. that Ally has given them. And can you explain is... briefly, Kimberly, for those who are new to the channel, what does floor plan mean? Like, is that, that's a loan, essentially, that, that Carvana it, it now is. has to pay interest on, right? <laughs> yeah, they sure do. They sure <laughs> do. So those, those vehicles that are sitting out there on the floor, so to speak, or on the lots, well, they're, you know, the, the dealer has to pay on them. Carvana has to pay to have those vehicles, and that is floor plan, and I'm sure Ray can explain that a lot better than I can. This is not cheap, and I'm kind of surprised that Ally stuck, I don't know, is there something going on there? Like, why would Ally <laughs> do this, Ray? What? I, well, I would think, this is just a guess. Obviously, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't part of the negotiations right. with Ally. <laughs> right. but, but, but I have to assume that Carvana um, did not get the best interest rates possible when they agreed to this deal. 
So was it a my CAC assumption is, kind of thing? <laughs> uh, my <laughs> assumption is that that Ally is charging them a higher floor plan interest rate than they would be uh, a more solvent company. Um, and, yeah. and so Al- Ally's rolling the dice, so to speak. Um, and obviously, so so is Carvana. Um, and and I, maybe the hope is at some point that Carvana becomes a good uh, takeover opportunity for another um, um, Carmax, purveyor then. of cars out there. Car, but see, CarMax does it differently. CarMax is not trying to be a digital platform per se. CarMax is a brick and mortar retailer of used cars. Totally. But Dad, imagine a world where if Carvana, because you you said something really interesting earlier, and I've talked to folks who work at Carvana and worked at Carvana past tense. Yeah. And Carvana, you're right, their debt, uh, the amount of money they owe is so high, Dad, that I think, and, and I haven't run the numbers, but I think that they would have to make thousands of dollars per vehicle sold just to cover their debt expense on a per unit basis. So for each unit they sell, they actually don't make money because they pay so much in interest on the debt they carry per unit. So, so when you put, when you have that in mind, dad, you've kind of got to imagine that either they're going to liquidate inventory to consumer, probably not, probably not because that would be bad for the industry. And quite frankly, I bet you a CarMax or someone else, an auto nation is going to come in and say, okay, we'll pay you 70 cents on the dollar for each car. Like we just want the inventory. I think it would be less than 70 cents on the dollar, honestly, because, because, um, CarMax knows, AutoNation knows, everybody knows how much too much Carvana has been paying for cars, mm-hmm. uh, okay, which is one of the reasons that Carvana finds themselves in the situation that they're in. So if they could get 50 cents on the dollar for mm-hmm. their inventory, I think that would be a lot. Um and I don't know that that's enough to satisfy all the loans that they would have on those on on that inventory. So it, it'll be it'll be an interesting situation. I don't want to pay five well, percent on on four billion. I'm just throwing um, that out there, gang. Yeah, and I would say I would be extremely interested. Boy, wouldn't I love to dig into those books? Be a fly on the wall. I would love to see the note. I want to see that floor plan note because I'm going to say it's much higher than 5.19 Ally floor plan. Oh, there's sure. got to be something. There's something going on in there. Why Ally would do this. They have to be making a boatload of money on interest because they know they see the picture as well. Well, at, at this point, Ally's not on the hook for 4.2 million or billion, billion. Um, mm-hmm. but they have right. extended that much of yeah. a credit line to Carvana if Carvana chooses to use it. Um, so uh, we need to see how deep into that credit line Carvana is going to get. Yes, yes. Well, and again, their whole business model, their whole like MO has been rapid growth, rapid growth, rapid growth. So you think they're going to extend that credit line. They're going to use that credit because they need to purchase more vehicles to keep the keep the house. I don't oh, want to yeah. call it a house of cards, but keep the house of cards going. There I want to comment here though, Pops and Kimberly, I think we are on at the at the moment in time, at the end of an era, truly. Like we saw for 18 month period of time an anomaly in the used car market where used car prices went up, where consumer mm-hmm. credit availability had never been higher before. Mm-hmm. And ultimately we had a market that acted really weird. Consumers had equity in their cars that they never had. You could just 
flip a car to Carvana and make money. The That era has ended. Like very unceremoniously, it has ended. And we are now going to see the hunkering down. The companies who actually are profitable, like the CarMaxes, for example, they'll be around a decade from now. The companies that weren't profitable, Carvana's yeah. the world. The brand Carvana will likely still be around 10 years from now because they've spent billions to build it up. But it's going to be in a different shape and a different form. We're at the end of an era. Do not expect, I, I think at least, do not expect anytime soon for this market to act anything like it did a year ago, where the car sitting in your garage is worth more tomorrow than it was the day before, because you know who's underwriting it? Carvana. Nope, they're not, because they're losing $1.5 billion every nine months. That can't sustain itself in, a, in an interest rate rising market. I, I don't see how it can, and, and I don't see how the market's going to improve anytime soon. And you know, obviously, the Fed's intentions are uh, for the market not to improve anytime soon. So um, for the long haul, this could be very, very difficult for Carvana and, and you know, several of the other used car retailers out there. Yeah. And may I bring up one more thing? That was very well said, too, Zach. I, you're spot on, I think. Um, but don't forget you, that they've got other issues, too. <laughs> Okay, with their own consumers, they've got oh other gosh, issues yeah. going. Okay, and we've we've talked about that at nauseum. They've got other issues going on too that they need to correct. It's like putting out fires every single day. That would be a nightmare. Kids, we, yeah, you're going to have to excuse me for a moment. I'll be back. You two carry on. Wait okay, a second. Then. We need a we need a we need a bathroom break. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> we have a back. We'll just show me the money. Show me the money. Oh, God, he never fails. He never fails to entertain, does he? <laughs> so, Kimberly, we had a couple of suggestions come through yes, earlier in this. the show. Let's run through them. So, Aaron says, Carvana vending machines. It'd be a cool skating rink. You could go through all the floors. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Duncan's got the suggestion here of an oh, indoor water slide. That, yes, I like that even more. I do too because it takes advantage of like the full height of yeah. the Carvana Tower. Fun Ryan's got an interesting suggestion. They could be repurposed as Starbucks coffee grinding <laughs> towers. Wow. Well, I would like to slide down and then grab my Starbucks at the bottom. How about that? We they, we've got combine. some really, really creative uh, community members here. Although, honestly, it looks, whoops, let me go this way. It looks a little bit like those water towers that exist in, you know, many communities nationwide. So maybe it's just a water tower conversion water operation tower. that has to happen. Who knew Carvana was investing in our local infrastructure the way they were? Kimberly, one other thing tied to, I think, the Carvana results that, that we're talking about. We talked about it a bit yesterday on the show. Me and my dad did Credit Acceptance Corporation. Okay, yeah. They came out with their earnings. They had a $188 million swing in loan loss provisions. And we know Credit Acceptance Corporation, they're the ones that are making the loans to the, you know, those who have thin files, high interest rates, et cetera. I know you had a chance to look through that information. And can you just share a little bit with our audience, like, like what is Credit Acceptance Corporation and why, why is it a good indicator for us to look at what they're doing as a way to think through like the impacts for, for those with subprime credit? Um, as a person that has had experience working with CAC and quitting CAC, uh, they're the worst of the worst as, uh, for the consumer anyway. But, but there's two sides to that coin that I wanted to just touch on briefly. Yeah. The first part is CAC is for the finance manager that has a customer that has 
well, I'm just going to say it, bad credit, has had a bumpy roads, and they can't get done anywhere else, Zach. CAC steps in and, and they, they say, hey, we'll do this for you. But a lot of people don't know that the dealer pays a hefty fee to CAC. So, so they're getting money from that. Yep. CAC is getting that money, okay? So the dealer pays a hefty fee to get that deal done for this customer. And then the finance manager rarely makes anything on that deal. So many times the dealership is paying out and that's it. The goal with CAC is to get... <laughs> to get I to direct, get... damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to... Wait, Kimberly, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to... Okay. Pops, I think someone's at the door. Can you Wait. let him in? What okay, are you selling? <laughs> we don't want any. The, come on, I wanted to use the little sound on you, man. Come on now. Um, uh, sorry, Dad. Well, then you want to you, you want to use the damn flushing sound. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is the realest reality TV you will ever see, people. This is the real Un deal. Unfortunately, but, yes. But, but Kimberly, to your point, to your point. So CAC is like. No one really likes them. No one really okay. likes credit acceptance corporation, but they're no. a necessary evil because they do lend to those who have, you know, kind of the worst credit profiles. Ugh, yeah. yeah. So if you find yourself in that situation where you land in a CAC deal because you're establishing building credit back from a bad situation, you want to pay on that. It's not pretty. It's really ugly, but pay on it perfectly for eight months and then go refinance it. Get your stuff together as soon as possible so that you can go refinance that and get rid of CAC. Um, can, we, can we touch on yeah. how, how, how great that advice is for a second? So we looked at, at Credit Acceptance Corporation's earnings just the other day. And, and again, like the loans that they, they write are really 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 challenging but they're for folks with really really challenging credit pay that loan for four months if you're in a really compromised credit situation and then the beautiful thing pops and kimberly and we just launched this yesterday yes! these pages now on joinyaa.com of course you can click on finance and refinance here and you can start the process but guys if you just hover up we added pages now so we've got a finance page and a refinance page I'm just going to click on refinance for fun. You can now select your state. We are in all 50 states except for Hawaii. Okay, so Kimberly, if I'm in North Carolina and I just had that experience, I've been paying off my really high interest rate loan for four months. Now I want to get pre-approved through a credit union or excuse me, refinance through a credit union so I can get a lower interest rate. Boom, you can start the process right here it is all online no spam we have credit union partners not not big scary banks credit union partners i am so proud of our effort to do that because for folks that are in the cac situation of the world yeah. or quite frankly a dealership pops that said hey you had to finance through us now a week later a month later a couple months later, go refinance with go YAA. save a ton of money william um, cac is credit acceptance corporation William wants to know WTF is CAC Credit Acceptance Corporation. They are a lender for subprime loans. Yep. And and truth of the matter is, a lot of people that end up with CAC since it's it's their only opportunity for a loan. You know, honestly, it might take take them being in that loan longer than four longer months, than four months. Yeah. For a credit union to even consider them, 
um, you know, my suspicion is it would probably take closer to a year um, because the, the credit union is going to want to see um, at least an extended period of time where they have handled their credit obligations yes. the way they were intended to be handled. Um, yeah. And, and you know, it's unfortunate for those people that CAC is their, their only choice of lender, but it's the only choice of lender. They've got nowhere else to go in, in order to be able to get financing for some of these cars. And I, I think I, I think Kimberly and I were talking about this yesterday afternoon, that this is the type of stuff that needs to be taught in high school. Yes. Okay. So that, yes. so that kids can start getting an understanding uh, of how important credit is in this country, how to, how to maintain, how to a get credit, how to maintain your good credit history, what it is that banks are looking for you to do so that they'll want to lend you more money in the future at favorable rates. Um, you know, almost at this point, Ally is almost the CAC for Carvana. You know, mm -hmm. Carvana is earning the rates that they deserve based on how they've been handling things in the past, based on their losses in the past. And that's how banks look at consumers. How have you handled your past obligations? So we really need to start having this stuff taught in high school so that kids have a better understanding of the how all this is going to work. Yeah, I agree. And let me say real quick, whenever I had that kind of a deal, a finance manager will work sometimes hours, sometimes yes. even days on getting a deal done. But whenever my last resort was CAC, I would go out to the customer and I would look them eye to eye and say, look, this is your choice. This is not a pretty deal. It's not good for you. The only thing you're getting is you're getting in the car so that you can get to work and pay your bills. But get in it, pay it for eight to 12 months, like Ray said, and refinance it, use it for that purpose and that purpose. And they're like loan sharks. Can, can we talk about for a moment? Um, you know, we talked about when, when the pandemic started, that was a bit of a black swan event, something that we couldn't really see coming to fruition. We have, I think, a couple black swan events that could all happen at the same time here. And what I mean is we have the Carvanas of the world who way overpaid for used car inventory and are now bleeding money. And ultimately that inventory will make it back to the market at reduced prices. At the same time as that is happening, there's no consumer demand because interest rates have gone up. And at the same time that that's happening, we are just starting to see the amount of repossessed vehicles because of all those people who bought over overinflated priced used cars six, eight, 12 months ago, stop paying on them. We have all of these different events happening at the same time that I yeah. think, you guys keep me honest here, I think you're just going to continue to hammer used car prices, right? Like used car prices dropped, some segments of used car prices dropped last week from the Black Book data or this week, over 3% in one week. Hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't think we should be surprised if we see that again on our next Wednesday video next week when we look at used car prices. I don't see anything that's going to stop these prices from just plummeting, right? Or am I, am I, being, am I doing my normal thing where I'm kind of being hyperbolic? Well, you can't help yourself. You are you. You tend to be <laughs> hyperbolic. But having having said that, um, 
you know, we, we touched on it a little bit yesterday, and that's the, the pie is getting smaller and smaller. At some point, all of these retailers have to understand that rather than allowing the, the pie to get smaller, we have to figure out ways to make that pie bigger again. The, the driving force to making it bigger again is cheaper pricing. Now, it's going to be harder for new car manufacturers to offer cheaper pricing because the cost of production has gone yeah. up so dramatically, but it will be easier for the used car retailer side of it to offer cheaper pricing because at a certain point they realize that their, the value of their inventory is depreciating rapidly and they need to get out of it and, and take that money and invest it in, well, the cheaper cars that they can now buy at the auctions. So, yes, I, I think these retailers are going to have to rethink uh, their their pricing strategies. Uh, and, and in order to grow the market again, they're going to have to lower prices. It's just got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. You know, it kind and of reminds finally, me. Finally, I know that people finally, my age, people half my age, people my son's age, they just can't afford to buy a car today because the price of cars is too damn high. And if you live out in a rural area, how the hell are you getting around? You can't afford that truck. You can't afford that tractor because the price of transportation is just too damn high. Boom. Ray Ray yes. Shevska, 2024. That's his position. Love it. I love it. <laughs> and, well, but the good news is, Zach, that 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 finally, eventually, I think you will you have you will have been correct, and it will no longer be hyperbole when you say, "Ah, oh, the market's crashing." <laughs> <laughs> the bubble burst, baby. Oh, the bubble burst. You guys. Bubble boy was correct. Give me bubble some credit. Bubble boy. Man. Give me some credit. <laughs> bubble bubble boy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, would you guys mind if I went over something really, really super hyper fast? Because no, I think go it's going it. to help people, and it's been a um, a thing in the community here. A thing. It's been a thing. Okay, a so thing? I know it's been a thing, Ray, in the community. Okay. It's a thing. So whenever a lot of people recently, I don't know what it is about California, especially Texas and Florida, but they're going in and and they're paying cash. I'm paying cash. Uh, okay, well, we just need you to. <laughs> Fill out this with your social security number. Why? I'm paying cash. Because we need to validate your who you are. We need to know who you are. It's for identification. All right, people. It's for OFAC. Does anybody know what OFAC is? OFAC, the Office of Foreign Assets Control. There's a list. It's called the SDA. I think it's called the SDN list. That they match your name up against to make sure you're not some sort of a terrorist or money launderer, et cetera, et cetera. Every business that does transactions is required to do this. They do not need your social security number, people. Protect your credit. Take it upon yourself to protect your credit. Do not provide your social security number unless, of course, you want that hit, you want that inquiry, even though you're paying cash for the thing. But instead, you can direct them to a website. I've done it myself. You can plug in your own name. All they need is your name and your address 
and that's it. Don't do this if you're paying cash and they say, we need your social for identification. They do not. Yeah, they actually They, they absolutely do not. They, it, it, and, it, and this all came about after 9-11. Um, you know, it was basically used to make sure that, that people weren't fronting money or trying to launder money for terrorist or organizations or drug organizations. Um, and yes, you're required as a dealership to run an OFAC. But you don't need a customer's social security number to do that. And if a dealership insists that they do, as Kimberly has suggested, direct them to the website. Um, it's a government website, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I will put that somewhere for everybody. And and you can and and you can also remind the dealership that if they're using dealer track, um, which most dealerships use. They can choose, are we running a credit report or, or are we just running an OFAC, OFAC. report? Mm -hmm. And and they Two can buttons. choose an OFAC report and problem solved. They can now, get the information they need to, to satisfy the government's requirements for that. Right. And if someone, let's say, Ray, you go in with Zach and Zach's name is on the car and he's paying cash. But you, Ray, are writing the check for Zach. You then also are required mm -hmm. to have an OFAC pulled on you as well. Yes. The website is sanctionssearch.ofac.ofac.trez.gov. And I'll put that in our and community. Kimberly, I was about to say, and, and I just want to pull it up on the screen really quickly. If you are not on the 100% free join yaa.com slash community. We will post it. Kimberly will post it right here in the community forum. This is where everyone who's a part of YAA comes to help each other navigate their car deals, their repairs, their extended warranty questions, insurance questions, finance questions. So Kimberly will post it here. Again, 100% free. Great tidbit to Kimberly. And, and, and may I say that some of my fondest memories are was when somebody was pulling my OFAC. So there well. you have there you go. Yep. I, yep. Uh-huh. That's right. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> really? You gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. me. I, I All right, gang. Let's end. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Let's end the week on a high note. Shall we? Yeah. Also, okay. a quick high yeah. note. Thank you to everyone joining us. Al, you are correct. We've never had a thousand oh viewers gosh, really? on the Ray and Zach channel. So thank you everyone for for coming over here and joining Thank us on you. the Ray and Zach channel. We appreciate it. And also a quick shout out to Taker610. Just tried the refi link. Hopefully I can get down for my nearly 20% APR. Again, it is it is it takes 60 seconds to do your application if you go to join yaa.com slash refinance or just slash finance. And it's dad, you want to remind the folks we make 50 bucks. People 50, 50 bucks. A whole, no a whole 50 bucks. Not $49.50, but $50. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to last at 50 bucks. I don't know what the future looks like, but damn it, this is the Maybe. best opportunity you've ever had to get Maybe. the best financing rate, refinancing, so take In advantage of it. 30 years, maybe we'll hit that billion mark. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we had we had a bunch of credit applications go through yesterday. It was really awesome to see. I know I shared that with both you and 
I, yeah. I just think a lot of people are about to save a lot of money. So it feels feels really good. All right, let's it do does. our Friday. Let's wrap up the way we like to do it. Wins from the week. Who goes on, Who goes first? Pops, Kimberly, me? Um, right. Well, I, I, I want to give a shout out, if I may. Do to, it. Uh, to uh, who I refer to as Sid the Kid. Sid, Sidney Williams, my barber at Roosters here in Bethesda. Oh. You know, he, he, he doesn't have much to work with, but oh, damn, Sid. damn, he makes me look good. So that's my win for this week. A yes. shave and a haircut from Sid the Kid Williams, friends, and uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Sid. Yes, I man say that too. I am a man of the community. He is. He really is. <laughs> Um, and I, you know what, since we're going to do that, I'm going to go a little sideways here too. And I'm going to give a big shout out to my kid, my kid, not Sid, but my kid, my dear son, Jake got a huge promotion. Congratulations, son. I am so proud of you. As we well show as... me the money. <laughs> show me the money. Yeah, it's a big promotion too. Woo, we're going to Tahiti on my son's time. So <laughs> congratulations, Jake. Congratulations, Kimberly. Super proud of him for that. And, oh and he, he he does really important work. He's not like a, a, a salesman slinging tobacco or something. I mean, your son does really important medical work, saves lives, helps people. So he deserves this. And we're all super proud. Of him. Absolutely. We're, we're all proud of him. I'm and we're so happy, happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy. But most importantly, let's look at Zach. My gosh, Zach, I cannot believe the amount of work that you have got accomplished <laughs> in the month of November for the entire team. It was a busy, busy, busy month. But Zach, I mean, you put this all together, and I am shook. I am shook. The whole credit union thing blows me away. I am so excited. I do request a counter. I want to see how many yeah. people go through, and I can't wait to see because it's happening already. We're saving yeah. people you, so Kimberly. much money. I mean, that is a huge win. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kimberly. Yeah, I um, to piggyback off that, so... Probably the thing I'm most excited about was the fact that our team last week and into the beginning of this week to close out the end of the month came together stronger, more more connected than I've ever seen before. Um, we were the busiest I think we've ever been on Monday. Like truly, I think the busiest we've ever been. Um, and we serviced everyone. We helped everyone. We stuck to our guns. Like super proud of that. And I will say, you know, we talk about it all the time. We're very transparent. We almost broke even in the month of October. Almost, <laughs> almost. Like we're getting close. We're getting really close. Were and we fifty dollars away? <laughs> no. Are are <laughs> add, are we zeros? <laughs> are we closer to breaking even than say Carvana is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting really close to break even, which is really exciting because. That means we get to invest more. Um, so I'm already thinking about, you know, we, we've got the credit unions, we've got our insurance agency, we've got our partners at CarWiser to help people sell cars, we're, we've got our coaches to help people buy cars, we've got the maintenance and repair discounts. But now the challenge is how do we integrate all those things into one place so that, you know, if you wanted to get that refinance, but you've already gotten insurance through YAA or through CarEdge, you can just tap the button. And so there's just so much work to be done to make things simpler, easier. And of course, our spin on it, which is fair to the consumer, 
it's right in front of us. And so I'm so proud of the team that we've put together and the work that we've done to get us to this point. And I got to tell you guys, it feels like, and Kimberly was, Kimberly's been a part of this journey since maybe like three months after we started or six months after we started. So this is like the core original team plus James and Arash. Yeah. The it, still OG. Feels, it still feels, yeah, the OG <laughs> team. Um, it still feels like we're at day zero, like we're just getting started and it still feels so fun. Like every single day still feels so fun. And I hope it's the same for both of you, but it's it's inspiring to see what we're building and and to recognize we do, we still have a ton of work in front of us, but we've made some progress. So ending the week on a super high note, feeling really proud of of what we've accomplished and what the community's accomplished. You've you've done a I, hell of a job here. Yes, yes, I concur. And if I had that button for the claps, I'd be pushing that right now. So if I blow up, ladies and gentlemen, it's only because rub, I had rub, an rub. internal sneeze and not an external one. <laughs> Wrong button. Yeah. Well, guys, oh, why don't gosh. we why don't we call it a day? If anyone's interested in how we can help you, it's just join yaa.com and caredge.com. The merch Miss Kimberly Klein is wearing is at shop.joinyaa.com. And if you didn't have enough fun with us, we actually have another show going live in five minutes on the YAA Electric channel with Justin and Justice. So just search YAA Electric on YouTube and you can join them for another half an hour of good, wholesome Friday fun. Yes, ma'am. Um, a lot of people have been asking me, what are the benefits to YAA Plus membership? If you go to joinyaa.com, click memberships at the top. Um, Zach and Ray have done a really nice short video going over those benefits that are available for you. So I highly recommend to go there. A lot of people ask me that question every day. There it is. And, and Igor asked a good question. Is there a Saturday show this week? I am getting into DCA Reagan airport at 1230 PM tomorrow morning. So actually Sunday morning. So maybe I can do one from the airport, but no promises. So probably not. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday and then we'll be back for our Saturday show on the YAA channel in about a week, a week from now. Okay, awesome. cool. Just so, so I know how to plan my day. That's all. <laughs> Kimberly, thanks for being here this Friday. Congratulations again to your son. Pops, have Thank a you. great Friday afternoon and thanks for all that you've done this week. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go hang out with uh, Laura's family and have a nice Friday afternoon. I, th I think you should. Um, so thank you, everybody, for being here. It was great being with you again today. Yes. We'll see you back here on Monday at noon Eastern. Nine... Wait, wait, dad, 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 dad. Did you color coordinate your bracelets with your outfit? He always does. He yeah. always does. Damn, you look good. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Well, thank you. And and the watch face is green as well. So I mean what what the what the hell could I tell you? Yeah. The the problem is that my shoes are gray. I, I oh. don't know. Oh. But 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 from the waist up, nobody coordinates better than I do. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, we'll see you back here Monday at nine Pacific, noon Eastern for more news that you can use from YAA. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being Thank here Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon. <laughs>